Yes, you guys, this Christmas sweater is actually happening. Holidays are supposed to be that time of year that we feel the best. Times of pleasure, times of togetherness, times of celebration. Here's the thing, even if you like holidays, the holidays make everyone stressed. <laughs> but here's the thing, for some people, the holidays are the exact opposite of what they quote-unquote should be. They are the worst times of year. They're the times that people feel the most alone. They're the times that people hate society the most. <laughs> they are times of absolute and complete pain. And if you're that type of person, this episode is for you. Today I'm not going to simply teach you from some transcendental objective perspective. I'm also going to teach you from personal experience. <laughs> I was a person who absolutely hated holidays. So I was person number two in that scenario. For a lot of years, actually. For probably pretty much the first half of my entire life, let's just be honest. I absolutely hated them. Um, I'm standing before you today as somebody who loves them. Like, I love them. And especially Christmas. So, my hope is that I can bring together objective information with personal experience to give you let's say some stepping stones to go in the direction of liking holidays and also give you some reasons why it's important to do. <laughs> One, don't buy into that just be positive or you're being a negative Nancy or you're just a humbug rhetoric. The truth couldn't be any further from this. The reality is, is that that's not just what you're doing. You wouldn't feel this way towards holidays unless you had a super important and super valid reason to be feeling that way. Changing your perspective about the holidays is about deep healing. It's not as simple as just putting on a smile or focusing positive. The pain around holidays has to be acknowledged and resolved. One of the best ways to make yourself miserable during any holiday, if you've had negative experiences with them, is to expect yourself to be happy or put on a happy face, or even worse, to enjoy the holiday. If you have this expectation of yourself from the get-go, you will fail, quite literally. It's just as unrealistic as expecting that somebody who got bitten by a shark when they went swimming is suddenly going to have a great time in the water. you got to be honest with where you are. Where you are is, I don't like holidays. In fact, I hate them. But I want to like them. So the way to approach this, instead of being totally closed down to them and totally rejecting of them, is to approach it with a kind of open curiosity. The desire and intention to figure out how to like them, but you're not there yet. Essentially, what you're looking to do is not, I'm going to be positive and love this, it's, I'm open to looking at my relationship with holidays in a different way. Two, like I said on the last point, but we're about to go way deeper here, the pain around holidays has to be faced and resolved. I mean, it absolutely has to. Most of you, if you don't like holidays, are kind of hoping that one day, magically, your relationship to the holidays is going to just up and change. It's a super unrealistic expectation. These wounds around holidays are something that have to be directly worked with. You are not wrong to hate holidays. You have every reason to hate holidays. I mean, every reason in the entire universe. The question is, why do you hate them? What are those painful memories or painful expectations associated with them? How could you make those different or create the opposite experience this time? I've created a process to resolve this kind of pain. It's called the completion process. 
to use the completion process to resolve pain relative to the holidays, you just got to get yourself intentionally triggered around the concept of holidays. So that means instead of avoiding the topic entirely, you're going to consciously think about what you hate about it. You're going to consciously think about those painful expectations. To the degree that you start to feel that rise or that peak in emotional resistance inside you. And you're going to use that pain and that resistance as the doorway to what is unresolved in the past. To learn how to do this process, pick up a copy of my book that is literally titled The Completion Process. Doing this process doesn't only create a kind of resolve for what is unresolved in the past, it also shows you what you need and need it. This is very powerful because it means you now have something to work towards. For example, on this holiday, I didn't feel a sense of togetherness. What I need on holidays is a sense of togetherness. From there, you can consciously start to meet those needs and make the holidays different. I know that many of you who hate the holidays are not particularly excited about the concept of prioritizing and focusing on resolving issues relative to holidays. I mean, you've basically been operating up to this point in a kind of, I'm just going to grin and bear it and get through it every year type of deal. But I don't know if you've noticed this. The entire year is littered with holidays. I mean, they're literally everywhere. <laughs> so um, that means one thing. It means that you're going to have guaranteed pain. I don't know about you, but I got to a point in my life where I was like, that doesn't work for me. Life throws enough negative curveballs. What I don't need in my life is to have a guarantee of pain multiple times a year, every year for the rest of my life. Not resolving holiday pain means you have a guarantee that every year, multiple times a year, you're going to feel disappointed, be hurt again, resent other people, be the bad guy for ruining everyone else's cheery mood, and feel alienated and like you don't belong because everyone else seems to fit into society by loving the holidays and keeping up dumb traditions. Like I said, do you want to live with that guaranteed re-traumatization hanging over your head multiple times a year? Three, stop justifying your hate for the holidays by using shadows of the holidays to justify that hate. People who have pain around the holidays don't want to face and resolve that vulnerability. We don't want to get close to vulnerability. So instead of really going to that personal pain involved in holidays that caused you to dislike it to begin with, you deflect all of it or find excuses to cover over it so that you don't have to look at that pain. You're justifying your hatred of the holidays by using those unconscious negative aspects of holidays as a cover. For example, Valentine's Day is just an excuse for card companies and candy companies to sell their products. It should be called Singles Awareness Day instead. Christmas is just a time for consumerism and destroying the world with plastic toys that kids play with for like 15 seconds. Besides, the only reason people even care about the homeless suddenly on Christmas is because they all want to feel good about themselves. So it's actually disgustingly egotistical. Thanksgiving is just some dumb day where we all overeat with people who annoy the hell out of us. I mean, we killed all the Native Americans, for God's sake. We shouldn't even be celebrating it. It's like a bitch slap to an entire culture. Screw birthdays. People are too self-centered anyways. They don't actually care. Plus, I don't need any more reminders of how freaking old I'm getting. You get the point. Here's the thing about all these things. You're right. You are right about every shadow you recognize in the holidays. Nobody's going to disprove you. There are completely crap sides to every holiday, and most people don't even recognize it. But focusing on these shadows is just a cover for personal pain, and I need you to recognize that.
Otherwise, you would just discard what you disliked about the holidays, keep what you do like, or not really be that bothered. I need you to consider here that awareness is always two-sided. You've already proven that you're very good at noticing and recognizing the reality of the negative side of holidays. But are you perhaps blinded to the other side of awareness, which is the value inherent in holidays? That's not particularly aware either. Continuing to focus on all these holiday shadows will continue to motivate you to reject them instead of resolve your pain about them and learn to love them and celebrate them in the way that's uniquely right for you. Four, stop being passive about your holiday experience. It's going to blow your mind when you watch yourself and other people who dislike holidays, and holidays always go badly for them, because of just how passive they are about it. Now, this is understandable. Why? Because we grow up in situations where we are ultimately powerless, in positions where the people who really did have power over us had almost no interest in our best interests. So we actually create a kind of learned powerlessness, where we're at the mercy of a life that happens to us, and this includes holidays that happen to us. But this pattern keeps us in a cycle of disappointment, and to have something change there, we have to actually take action to change something to actually make it different, not just hope that a miracle can happen one day. This means planning ahead. This means initiating that change. If you grab the horn of the holidays, you're actually able to control your experience of the holidays. And in this context, this type of control is really good for you. You can be the one to get others on board with this too. It's empowering, and once you do it, it's going to shock you to see just how passive you have been and other people are, hoping that magically a holiday is going to go different for them each year, when the reality is it never will unless they actively change something. Five, you want to take a look at your holiday habits and actively, consciously change them. For example, you may know by now that you habitually confront everyone on their shadows and become the family scapegoat again. You may know by now that you take all the responsibility for the entire holiday so everyone else just shows up. Maybe you overspend. Maybe you passively wait for others to make it a good holiday for you and get disappointed when they don't. Maybe you overeat. Maybe you get drunk. Maybe you say yes to everything and everyone and then feel depleted. Maybe you take responsibility for bringing people together who don't put any energy into togetherness themselves. Maybe you get stressed doing everything last minute, etc. Make this like a chess game that you're playing with yourself, whereby every single move you make is done specifically to shortcut that pattern that you're habitually stuck in so the holidays go different for you this time. For example, plan how to avoid conflicts. Commit to limiting yourself to one glass of wine. Exercise the morning of the holiday. Commit to the practice of saying no to what you really don't want to do. Give people a date to show up and don't nag them to come after you have done that. Let them take their part of the responsibility of being connected instead. Budget, and don't go over that budget. Ensure that other people share responsibility for the day. Simplify your holiday to-do list. Start shopping months ahead of time, etc. Six, mine the coal for diamonds. If you're in the space where you just reject everything about holidays and you hate it, I'm going to teach you how to change this, and it's understanding the holidays. This means you're going to have to actually learn about them. Learn about their origins. Learn about the reason they existed, or do exist. Learn about the way they've evolved over time. Think about how you celebrated all of these different holidays. Ways that other cultures celebrate holidays. And what you're going to do here is to mine the holidays for what the important part of each holiday are for you.
What does spark joy? What is worth celebrating? What do you love? There is nothing wrong with keeping traditions that you do love, chucking traditions that you don't like, borrowing from other cultures. In fact, creating this kind of a cocktail is exactly how to make your holidays go nicely. For example, maybe you hate the tradition of the Thanksgiving turkey, but you love the idea of potluck-style feasts. Maybe don't spend the holidays with people who you know hurt you every year. Spend it with close friends instead. Consider it like mining through coal for the collection of diamonds inherent in each holiday. And having done this, you're going to move to the next step. 7. Now that you've mined things, deliberately put together a cocktail or a collection of those aspects that you consider diamonds inherent in each of these holidays. The worst thing you can do if you hate holidays is to just go through the motions because it's the way it's always been done. This means you're going to actively create those diamond experiences. Maybe you notice that you're the kind of person who waits every single year to see whether somebody is going to get you the right present for your birthday or plan the right activities. Maybe you're the kind of person who even tests people by not telling them it's your birthday to see who remembers, just to prove to yourself whether you're loved or not loved. If you want a good holiday, you can't do this anymore. You're going to have to plan ahead. That means, what do you want to do on your birthday? Like, honestly, what is the very best day, and how can you take an active hand in actually literally creating that? Eight, you got to get off the fence of obligation. Obligation is a state of sitting on the fence. What you're doing is not saying a full yes to something, but you're also not saying a full no to something. And when it comes to fragments within your own consciousness, what's actually happening here is that the aspect of you that feels it must do something is bulldozing the crap out of the part of you that doesn't want to. This is a form of self-betrayal. So it's really, really critical to work with both of those parts that are currently in conflict, to find a meeting of minds, a resolution, or a third option between them that makes both of these parts of you say yes. To understand more about how to do this, watch my video titled Fragmentation, the Worldwide Disease. I'm also going to be doing a video super soon specifically about parts work, so you can keep your eye out for that video as well. Take a serious look at these obligations and obligatory gatherings and decide to either fully commit to them with your free will or to not do it, or to do something totally different. Living at the mercy of obligation is no kind of life. It will make for a terrible holiday. In fact, it might be interesting for you guys to know that the vibration of obligation is almost identical to the vibration of indebtedness. Yummy. <laughs> so here's the thing. Why are you doing what you don't want to do? And why don't you want to do it? Nine. Don't be afraid to celebrate holidays on different days than the actual holiday. Now, this point, <laughs> it has the capacity to change your life. Let me tell you why. Your body is like a biological clock. You have body memory. And guess what? The calendar is actually in there. So what happens is, is that your body and your biology are already set up to have horrible associations and expectations programmed into it relative to specific days. When you go ahead and you change the date on your body, suddenly you interrupt the pattern. You can disrupt the programming by surprising your biology by celebrating Christmas on the 24th or your birthday, on the weekend or after the actual day. You have no association to those days, so you can build a new one. 
you're much more likely to be able to really enjoy it this way. Now eventually, after a certain amount of time when there's no more trigger around that holiday, you can fluctuate with those dates a bit. You can go back to the original date, celebrating the holiday on the actual holiday, but you will have interrupted that pattern to a degree where it's no longer that the day itself is going to bring up all that body memory. <laughs> celebrating holidays on different days than the actual holiday also resolves a lot of issues with families. I'm going to just get this out of the way in the get-go. It's not my responsibility to tell you whether or not it's healthy to be around your family. That's an individual choice that every person must make. So it's in your camp whether or not it's really right for you to celebrate with your family, especially if they have abusive and dysfunctional patterns. However, if you have decided that you do want to commit to celebrating those holidays with your family, and yet you still know that every single year you can expect the exact same crap and it's going to ruin your holiday, here's how changing the date will actually serve you. You can celebrate your holiday on a different day than the actual day, the day the rest of the family is celebrating it on. And on that day, you live up your holiday experience. You do everything you really want to do. Remember those diamonds? You do all the diamonds on that day. So you already got it out of the way. Because it's already happened, you already got your experience, your family can't ruin your holiday, can they? So then, when you show up to the actual holiday experience, you're showing up with an attitude of, I know what I'm getting into, it's just another day that I'm doing something like this, and I'm going to show up to give them the holiday they want. That shift in perspective that takes place just as a result of changing the day that you yourself are celebrating holidays on changes the entire dynamic with your family. I've seen it happen multiple times. Let's say that you've decided you've got a dysfunctional family and those family members or people that you spend holidays with make the holiday hell for you and yet you're still committed. You're going to have to accept they're never going to change. Those people in your life that ruin the holidays for you and that continue to do things you don't like, if they haven't changed by now, especially if you've brought it up to them and given them ample opportunity to find a meeting of minds with you and they're still not picking you up on it, you have got to swallow. It's not going to change. You will actually be surprised how much accepting this is going to do away with the amount of resistance you're in and therefore pain you're in relative to these people and your holidays. Now, acceptance is something most people don't understand because acceptance is confused with approval. No, I'm not asking you to like this. I'm not asking you to condone it. You're not going to be like, become okay with the fact that your grandpa always makes sarcastic remarks that insult you. What I'm saying is acceptance is to swallow the validity of something. I don't like the fact that Hiroshima happened, and yet it happened. Can I accept that it happened, and so I'm not in constant resistance to the fact that it happened? That's the type of acceptance that I'm talking about. What doing this does is it makes it so that you're no longer disappointed every year, hoping that someday Grandpa's going to wake up and not make those comments. You're disappointed and miserable every year, wanting it to be different and it's never going to be. Separate your needs around the holidays from your need for them to be the one that meets those needs. After all, let's be honest, you've never been able to control them up to this point, have you? <laughs> the expectation that magically one day it will be different is one of the biggest ways to hurt yourself. Your resistance to the way they are makes sense, but it isn't going to make them change. It's only going to leave you chronically hurt. For example, if mom can be expected to get you something that you don't even care about from the dollar store, Go there expecting this and not hoping it will be different this year. 
If dad can be expected to interrogate you about what not up to par things you're doing with your life, surround yourself with people who see the value in what you're doing and go there prepared with answers to give him beforehand. 11. This is a big one. I want you to focus a lot more on the holiday experience you're going to give other people than the holiday experience you're going to get from them. When we have trauma around the holidays, let's just be honest, it's mostly about what we didn't get. It's about the things that happened, but it's actually mostly about the things that didn't. So what's happening when we have all these little children with these unmet needs inside us around the holidays is that we run around in a really self-centered attitude of how am I going to get this need met? How are you going to meet it? Now this causes us to slip into a pretty interesting energy. It makes us slip into the unconscious energy of expecting and taking from others and being disappointed by other people. This point of being able to flip your orientation towards what holiday experience you're going to give others is actually what turns most holiday haters into holiday lovers the minute they have children. But you don't have to actually have children to consciously reorient yourself towards that giving type of energy rather than receiving type of energy. It feels amazing to actively create enjoyment in other people's lives. I'm going to give you some examples. Throw them a party. Take them to see the lights. Surprise them with a great gift. Bake them something. Write them a letter. Volunteer for a charity. Make a child's Christmas wish come true. Organize a get-together. Offer them a holiday experience from another culture they've never tried. Sometimes people ask me what really changed my attitude, for the most part, around holidays. And besides me deciding that I was done being passive, what it really was is that I had this one year in my early 20s where I was sick of hating the holidays, and so I started making homemade candies like caramels and buttermints and um, rum cakes for every single one of my neighbors. And while it was true that I had one or two of them look at me like I was trying to poison them, I mean, after all, this is the modern era where it's like, why the hell are you trying to feed me something? But um, for the most part, when I walked up to these doorsteps, instantaneously people were like, oh my god, you want to come in for something? It was like an instantaneous connection. And up until that point, I had never even believed that I was possible of inspiring someone to connect with me in the first place. So, Basically, it was then that I really experienced the opposite of being victimized by holidays. I could be the change I wanted to see in the world relative to them. And watching their faces light up was infinitely more empowering and felt better than any present anyone could give me. It was also profoundly healing to offer the holiday experiences I never got to have to other people. 12. Many people experience extreme pain on the holidays because of loved ones that they have lost, especially when those loved ones are lost on the holidays themselves. Now, there is no way to get around the fact that the absence of loved ones on holidays is painful. The absence of these people, as well as those negative and painful memories of losing them around the holidays, can serve as a very powerful negative association with holidays themselves. But I'm going to tell you about a pattern that most people have no awareness of. It's that we have the tendency to hold on to pain as a way of staying connected to things that we love and that we have lost. Enjoying Christmas without them may seem like a betrayal to them, and suffering may feel like you're proving your love and commitment to them. So that pain that you have of missing and longing and refusing to celebrate because they're not there actually becomes that token of connection that you have to that person. So it actually feels for a lot of people, like if they start to enjoy the holidays, that not only will they have betrayed their loved one, but they've lost connection with them. If you think this might be the case for you, you would benefit by doing the guided meditation on my website that's titled Replacing the Pain. 
Also, as cliche as it sounds, it's actually true. I want you to really ask yourself, what would these people want for you? I mean, what would you want for other people, the people that you love the very most in your life? If you were sitting in the clouds watching them from above, would you want them to suffer every single holiday? So here's the question. What is the best way to honor them or make them feel good if they were looking down on you on this holiday? How can you remember them and keep that connection without the pain being the connection to them? 13. Try to expand your consciousness and awareness by seeking out and recognizing the positive in holidays in general. Ritual is an incredibly important part of human psychology, of human health. Rituals are in fact necessary for human beings as a species to thrive. That's something that most holiday haters don't actually recognize. Most holiday lovers don't either. People have been creating rituals since the beginning of time. Now, this is the thing. If that's the case, there must be an important reason why. For example, they give people an excuse to celebrate and deliberately create enjoyment. They stimulate the senses. They mark and highlight what's important to us. They can imbue life with significance and specialness and meaning. They create certainty and predictability in pleasure. They are something to look forward to. They can enhance the gastronomical experience, which is a central theme of human interaction. They can create a sense of continuity, connection, and nostalgia across generations. They're times to connect and gather, which is vital to human health. They are times to consciously demonstrate love and enhance social ties and social glue. Again, critical to human health. Another thing that I find ultimately fascinating here is that group ritual is critical to the development of a child's brain. They're absolutely critical to social development in children. And actually, the more that our society loses touch with ritual, the unhealthier the development of our children becomes. This means you have to look into why there is value in holidays and what value they do hold. Part of this can be that you can ask people who love holidays, why? When it comes to the holidays, try not to expect that hallmark moment. Even though people's photo albums don't reflect this, and in fact give you the false impression that everyone else is having hallmark moments. <laughs> I can assure you those pictures are of the moment that somebody gathered the whole family around the Christmas tree. Definitely not two seconds earlier where the kids were beating each other with toys and the turkey fell completely on the floor. So, <laughs> life, which includes triggers and needs and mistakes, unfortunately doesn't just stop for holidays. Those perfect moments are going to come when you least expect it. But I can promise you that you can turn your attitude about hating holidays around to love them. You can consciously create holidays that are full of meaning. You can create holidays out of those diamonds inherent in each holiday experience so that you have something to look forward to every single year.